What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Have you ever wondered how you can have a better relationship with God, even if and even when you haven't seen an answer to prayer yet? Or if you struggle with anxiety and you have a hard time letting go of control and trusting God's sovereignty? Sometimes the thing holding us back from having a beautiful relationship with God is that we rely too much on our own limited experiences and lack true understanding of who God is. In today's episode, I'm going to share some of God's attributes and point you back to the word to back it all up so you can be in right relationship with him and start taking those steps to know him more, to seek him more, and simply to surrender. So I hope you have your Bible and a pen, a highlighter. If you don't, no worries. I've got you covered. Head to herrenewstrength.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes. And let's dig in. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party. And let's dig into today's episode. So I spent a lot of time relying on my own perceptions of God, which impacted my relationship with God. And those perceptions were based on my limited understanding and my experiences. And I can tell you that for many, many years, my experiences were not good because I was doing dumb things. Sometimes the understanding and experiences of others also influenced my perception of God because of what they shared with respect to their own spirituality and things that they had gone through or dabbled in. So, you know, I I wasn't rooted in anything firm, if I'm being honest. I didn't really read the Bible when I was growing up. I went to an all-girls high school. It was a Catholic school, and in... My junior year, I want to say, we had to take a class that was called Sacred Scripture. And it was really exploring the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law. So it wasn't always focused on who God was. Rather, it sought to help me understand or help us understand when to take Scripture literally versus not. Again, my understanding of who God was, it wasn't rooted in anything firm. So I got saved in 2012. I started reading my Bible in 2015, I think. I think it was 2015. And when I started reading the Bible, I was kind of shocked because I saw the God of the Old Testament and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to be getting down with you. You're kind of scary. And it was... It was just me kind of like getting to know if, you know, someone I'm I'm in a new relationship with. If you've ever made a new friend or dated someone, you know that in that first 
chunk of time, you're really just understanding what the person has gone through, they're sharing experiences, and you're doing the same. So that's kind of how it was for me. I committed to doing the Bible in a year plan, and I did. And I got through everything, and some of it I didn't remember after, but a lot of it I was really impacted by. So it made me want to know more and just to understand the word more. And so I went down this path. And in the last episode in 56, I talked about briefly two of the teachers who really helped me get really passionate about the word. And that was Chuck Smith and Chuck Missler. So I linked them in the last episode. I would definitely recommend you check that out. And after that kind of like introductory period of reading the Bible in a year and then starting to read more as it was taught by first Chuck Smith, I was like, wow, like I really misunderstood a lot of what I read. And so, you know, over time, that was in 2016 that I started with Chuck Smith. You know, I was diagnosed with cancer after that and it threw me even deeper into the word. And in 2021, I would say that was probably the biggest, the most growth I've had in terms of my study of the word. And I started to see more and more clearly who God is. And it honestly just put me on a path where I just want to be right with God. So I share all that because if you know God truly, then it really does promote the right relationship with God. But to know God truly, you need to read God's word because your experiences alone are not going to teach you about God. They're not going to teach you about who God is, about his attributes. It's really in our study of the word that we get a robust understanding of who God truly is. So with that, I want to share just a few of God's attributes. And this is me pulling from a couple of references, um, blueletterbible.org, The Attributes of God by Arthur Pink, um, and then the study, the word Bible study from the Daily Grace Co. So God is eternal, okay, self-existent. He has no beginning. He has no end. He always was, always is, and always will be. And there are several Areas in scripture I can point you to, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 12, Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, Isaiah chapter 41, verse 4. I'll have something for you at the end where you can find all of this, I promise. Um, God is faithful. God is faithful. In my experience, I've seen that. But before I ever saw it, I, I read about it, honestly. And, you know, I think it's something to consider. If you have not yet experienced something, then relying on just what you've gone through is going to mislead you in terms of what's true about God. But the word is there to show us what's true. So what does it mean that God is faithful? It means that he is incapable of anything but fidelity. So he's loyally devoted to his plan and purpose. And we see this in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13, and Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, and Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. If I do this all day, we'll be here all day because <laughs> I've only gone over two attributes and it's taken me like three and a half minutes. God is good. God 
is pure. There is no defilement in him. He's unable to sin. And everything he does is good. I mentioned in the last episode that I had read a part of the Bible and I was like, I was going to reference it, but then I knew that I wasn't going to paraphrase it correctly. But I remember it. Um, I'm actually going to pull it up right now. I'm pretty sure it's the story of Uzzah. U-Z-Z-A-H. Hold on. Uzzah. Yeah. Not Uzziah, but Uzzah. Is it Uzzah or Uzzah? Anyway, basically, he and his brother drove this cart that had the Ark of the Covenant on it. And, you know, they were bringing it back to Jerusalem because it had been captured. So when they were carrying it, these guys were supposed to carry it on their shoulders. And him and his brother end up kind of putting it on this, like, these few oxen. And so one thing leads to another and the ark tilts, like the oxen like tripped or stumbled or whatever. And the ark tilts. And so Uzzah went to steady. He went to like stop the ark from falling or steady it with his hand, which was a direct violation of the divine law. And he was instantly killed by the Lord for his error. And when I read that, I was like, what? Like he just was trying to make your you know, the Ark of the Covenant, not fall. Like he was trying to keep it good in my head, right? When I first read this, I remember it like it was yesterday. And I was so baffled as to how God could do that because in my mind, it's wrong. But over time, I've come to see that when we don't obey God the first time, we are in error. And so however small that error is, it still is disobedience. It's still sin. So these guys were trusting their own plan. They were trusting their own handling of it because they wanted to do it their way for whatever reason, right? I'm not going to get into the thing. I'm not going to go down that path right now. But when that happened, the error wasn't that they went to, you know, the first error wasn't that they went to as I went to steady it with his hand. The first error was that they didn't carry it the right way from the beginning. So think about that, you know, like what you think is good and what you think is right. You might be thinking about just the action itself, but it's really the bigger picture, right? Like to be right with God, we need to be obeying God. Okay. So moving on. Gracious. God is gracious. God is kind. He gives to us gifts and benefits that we are undeserving of, right? He is gracious. He is holy. He is undefiled. He is unable to be in the presence of defilement. He is sacred. He is set apart. He is immutable. He doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He is just even when you don't think so. He is just. God governs in perfect justice. He acts in accordance with justice. In him, there's no wrongdoing. There's no dishonesty. There's no incongruency, right? Like he is consistently just, perfectly just. God is loving. He is eternally, enduringly, steadfastly loving and affectionate. And he does not 
forsake or betray his covenant love. And we see that especially illustrated in John 3.16. He's merciful, he's compassionate, and he withholds the wrath that we are actually deserving of. Okay, He's omnipotent. That means he's all-powerful. He has the unlimited power to accomplish all that can be accomplished. He's omnipresent. That means he's everywhere. He's ubiquitous all the time, at all times, in the fullness of his being. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's righteous. He's blameless and upright. And his goodness is accompanied by the good that he works. And he's sovereign. He has divine control over everything. Nothing is outside of his control. So I named a lot of attributes. I didn't give you all the many scriptures, but you know they're there. And so if you are interested, I mentioned Blue Letter Bible, God's attributes, um, the attributes of God from A.W. Pink, the Daily Grace Co., they actually now have a distinct study called The Attributes of God. So I highly, highly recommend any of their Bible studies. But if you want to get down with The Attributes of God specifically, they have that available. I think it's like five bucks right now. They have sales all the time. So check it out. And then um, if you want something free, I actually put together a course, a free course. It's called Firm Foundations. And I created it so that you could build on the unshakable truth of who you are, what your purpose is, and what your calling is in Christ. Not according to the world, not according to anything else. And I don't even get into any of that before I get into who God is. And that's where you'll find the attributes of God. I actually literally read off of my notes from when I created that course last year. So I'm going to point you to that firm foundations and you can find it by going to hurrynewstrength.com and clicking courses at the top. It'll take you to my teachable school and you'll see firm foundations alongside another course that is available for purchase. So for now, I think that's a solid place to start. If you check out firm foundations, it's pretty much like a Bible study. Um, I take you on scripture scavenger hunts. I give you a lot of references, everything points you back to scripture. Otherwise, how could you even trust it? So certainly check that out. I'm always open to feedback. Let me know if it's blessed you, if it's helped you in any way. And, you know, I really hope that in knowing who God is, in understanding what his attributes are, you can better understand how to properly be in relationship with God. And Part of that, you know, I kind of opened up with saying, if you've never had an answer to prayer, if you're still waiting for him to respond to you, if you're still waiting for that miracle or for whatever it is that you're praying for to come through, and that's what you're basing your view of God on, you're not in a good spot. To be in right relationship with God, you have to know all of who he is. And Scripture does that. It helps us to see all of who he is and to know that. So if anything, even if it's not firm foundations, and especially if it's not firm foundations that you dig into, just start reading your Bible. And if you don't understand it, then seek some counsel from your pastor. Hey, pastor, help me understand this. I don't understand what this is saying. You know, maybe in your church, I know in my church, It's not always that we're going through scripture line by line. You know, sometimes there's like 
like this, right? A series on something. And sometimes we're talking about this, we're talking about that. And there's a bunch of scripture being referenced to just, you know, to bring a point across. So maybe if you don't understand what you're reading, you hit up your pastor and you say, hey, I need help. Point me in the direction of who you trust. Can I sit with you and you show me what this means? Do you have a resource that I can look into? And go from there. But no matter what, it's so important to just get into the word because you start to really see God for who he is, not who he is in your head. Okay, I hope that this was helpful. I'm so grateful that y'all get to hang with me and that you choose to be here. So thank you. Um, If you like this podcast episode or any of the other episodes, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. And maybe I'll see you on the inside of the Facebook group. But if not, I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.